I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Thursday, March the 16th, 2017. Yes, and it is conference season. It is. Yes, I missed the conference I was going to go to, but you're going to go to one. I am. This yeah. uh, starts this weekend and goes through Tuesday. It's called the VAM Conference, and that stands for the Virginia Association of Museums. Ah. So it's just going to be chock full of museum people. And that will be interesting. You're going to get to go to a museum or two, I understand. Yes, yes. This year, it's in Roanoke. Ah. Ah, yes. And you know how it is, how we here in southwestern Virginia get um, ignored sometimes. Well, we do feel like the red-headed stepchild sometimes. Exactly. (laughs) And in years past, I think the last time it was in Roanoke was probably a good, at least a dozen years ago. Wow. Yeah, and I have gone to ones, uh, let's see, in Hot Springs, in Richmond, Williamsburg. Uh, they've also had them in, you know, Nor- Newfor- uh, Norfolk, Newport right. News, mm-hmm. uh, or closer to D.C., Yeah, that kind of thing. So anyway, we are going to be in Roanoke. I'll yeah. be staying at the Hotel Roanoke, which, which is, is a beautiful place. Yes, so... Tudor Elizabethan style. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worth Googling, actually. Yeah. The history. Just to see the pictures. Uh huh. And, and the railroad history. Yeah. And the, um, so yeah, uh, Roanoke has a lot to offer. Yes. In fact, I'm going to be taking one workshop that will be in the Taubman Museum, the mm-hmm. Art Museum. We'll go to the Transportation Museum of yeah, Virginia. Get to see the 611. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and I even saw that there will be some train rides. Awesome. So I'm not sure what that's about. Yeah, cool. Yes, and we'll go to Center in the Square where yeah. the Science Museum, mm-hmm. one Science Museum, sure. and I heard they just have a new butterfly garden. So, I love Butterfly That'll be awesome. Yes. And we'll go to the O. Winston Link Photography Museum. I I read about him just recently. Oh, he was such a great photographer. Uh, I I looked up his stuff online, and it was just amazing. Yes. He did a lot of train pictures, but he also did a lot of people pictures, Mm -hmm. which were what really touched me. And my favorite one of his is a couple in a convertible at the drive-in theater uh-huh. and a train is going by i don't know if it's on the screen and then a plane plane is on the is uh, going, screen yes uh-huh. yes i saw that one when i was it, looking at yeah, it yeah and that that one is at the museum sure and the museum's in the old train station right Yep. It's really a nice museum. Worth a trip to Roanoke. Absolutely. The only reason I know any of this is because I've been reading Michael Abraham's uh, book for book club on Monday, which you're going to miss. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. He's coming down to talk to our book club. He's a local author. He's written several very good books. And this one's called Catching the Powhatan Era. Yes, the train. It talks about the trains. And um, he starts out in Norfolk, and he follows the um, route of this passenger service all the way to Cincinnati. 
It's a cool. It is. It a is cool a book. really cool book. But he talks about uh, the photographer. He talks about all these, and of course, the closer he gets to here, the more interesting it is to me. Yes. And I'm on the Roanoke chapter right now. Oh, good. Yeah. So I bet. So all of these. He talks about the museum and the six one one and <clears throat> and Mr. Link and all of that uh, as as part of the history. Of the of the railroad and what was going on through the time, it's really interesting. He starts mm-hmm. with basically the beginning of railroad history in America, mm-hmm. and goes on all the way up. You know, probably as he gets closer to Cincinnati, he gets closer to modern. But well, I've read parts, you know, parts of it because I just haven't had time to right. read the it, whole it's, thing. It's a commitment. Uh huh. But I'm I'm anxious to read about some of the the depots, the stops, especially in West Virginia, mm-hmm. that are no longer towns. Right. You know. And he has, and it's really a socio-economic study. Right. It's not just a history of railroads, although there's a lot of that in there. Mm-hmm. He's also talking to people about the effects mm-hmm. of the changes in our economy. Oh yes, yeah, through the last however many years. Yes, and so it, it's been really yeah. He's going to go to Welch. Yes, yeah, which is my family had things to do with Welch and Mackdow County. You know, Bernie Sanders was there the other night. Yeah, and I listened to excerpts of his speech. You oh. know that um, we're oh, just yeah, up online. Was. Yeah, that's right. And uh-huh. do you know? People really, I think, resonated with a lot it, of what he what was I, saying. What I saw was very impressive. Yes, even people who had not voted that way. Yeah, it, were, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. The reaction, but he's such a well, we probably aren't down to earth person. Yeah, well, no matter like, your politics. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he seems like he seems so real. He is very real. Yeah, you know? really I mean, I met him in, yeah, several not, times but, in uh, Vermont. Yeah, but he just seems so real and yes. so connected mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, which you don't and always he's see. Not, and he's not in it for the money at you all. You can tell that. Look at his. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's never been about the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bernie's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we like we like Bernie. So, uh, but yeah, that was an interesting. So Welch and on up into Cincinnati, and yes. I'm sure there's huge changes up there. Oh, yes. Yeah, because we read Hillbilly Elegy. Yes. And about, that was another uh, take on the same subject. hmm So, anyway, that uh, is our political statement. We should have put that <laughs> under a little unexpected. But, um, well, we, we didn't get too political. Yeah, there, not too no, much. No. So, uh, so, anyway, anything else you're doing or thinking or want to talk about or... That seemed to be just what is up and coming. I have been going to work and then coming home and working on eBay. Yeah, that's every day (laughs) and Saturdays and Sundays. And yeah, um, yeah, I haven't been doing a whole lot else either. So um, you know, just going to work and dealing with the dad stuff and all of yeah. a little bit of mom stuff. And, and I, well, I went okay. went to Martinsville with my wild women. I friends. saw some pictures. It looked quite fun. It was fun. And Rania's, um, you know, the restaurant uh-huh. in downtown. And Martinsville is one of those places that was so economically hit oh, yeah. when they closed. You know, all the furniture went overseas, oh, yeah. all the textiles went overseas, and Martinsville 
got hit bad. Oh, it did. When I was a kid, well, teenager, when I was able, when we were able to get our driver's license, we would go to Martin Swanson Saturday. Oh, I'm sure. Beautiful downtown. It was a lovely downtown. There was Goldman's. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. wonderful uh, department store. There were several stores there. And then we go to the theater, to mm-hmm. the movie theater in right. the evening and come back, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there were two or three, may have been three theaters. I remember going to two that, uh, that were there. And there was, there was a little mall that had a lot going on. And um, it was just the place to go because I lived in Stewart at the time. Right. If I'd lived up here, I might have been more likely to go. Christiansburg, I'm not sure. Or Mount Airy. Yeah, or yes. Mount Airy. Well, it's funny. Martinsville, to you, was what Clarksburg, West Virginia, was yeah. to me growing up in Buchanan. We would go to Clarksburg, and there was the department store oh, that yeah. had um, um, escalators. Yeah, this was, uh, they had an escalator with <laughs> right. glass sides. They had a little food section. Remember that much, and great clothes sections. Yes. And, and of course, I've always been about little knickknacks and things. I probably still have some stuff I bought there way back if I could find it. And yes. uh, and uh, bookstores. There were new bookstores. There were used bookstores. And now Martinsville is pretty empty storefronts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's clean it's, though. It is yeah. clean, and they've yeah. redone the courthouse and. Yeah. The old courthouse is yeah. a museum now. Right. And there's a couple shops that are trying and yeah. some music venues and yeah. some good food places. Well, and the good. theater. They do have, not movie theater, but the black, what's it called? Black ticket something where they do plays. And oh, I have gone oh, to a, nice. some plays there that were yeah. just excellent. So. Yeah, they had, was it the Piedmont Arts Piedmont, Council? Yeah, Piedmont Arts. They is were very still, active. Yes. And even it, after the crash. Mm-hmm. Well, they still have that, and that's, you know, on the road, and then there's the Virginia Museum of Natural oh, History yeah. that's that huge. huge. And it still is, and it's, yeah. it's a beautiful new building. Of course, that's yeah. state. Right. That is, you know, the Virginia Museum yeah, of Natural History. Yeah, but it History. should help. It does. The air. I have a um, young friend that takes her children there frequently, and it looks yeah. like they have... Just from pictures, it looks like they have some really interesting activities. They do. Yeah, yeah it's people. a nice museum. And then right next to it is their new Y with oh. a beautiful indoor swimming oh, pool. Nice. And well, so like Martinsville, working. they have kept some things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 a lot of these communities, and well, I'm sure in many parts of the country, yes. have, have been hit hard, especially by a lot of downtown. Especially downtown. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, things move in on the outskirts. And it just... And people just go there because it's... Easier, they think. They think it's easier. They also think it's less expensive. Yeah. You know, and different things, so... Yeah. Yeah, we lived through that. The oh, yeah. The strip malls and then the real malls, you yeah. know. hmm And it did seem like it was so much fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember the first one. I was probably in high school, and we had to drive all the way to Fairmont, West Virginia. And, um, oh, but we just thought that was the coolest thing. Yep. A food court. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But the mall mall I remember in Martinsville came later after I was... Mm -hmm. But there was the little Patrick Henry... One is might be what you yeah, remember. Yeah, that was the, the little one. It had J.C. Penney's and a couple other stores. Mm-hmm. It wasn't huge. 
And then they built the bigger mall over there. And last time I was there, there was nothing there. Yeah, I was just there last week. I guess I have been busy. Yeah, you've uh, been I was, very busy. I, I haven't was, been in there. But. Uh, they had the Fast Track, which is the oh, yeah. business expo right. that Martinsville does. And it was in the old Sears store in ah, that mall. Right. I think there's still a Belks, but Maybe, that's about... Yeah, yeah, there's not a whole it's lot. It's been several years since I've been down there. Well, once the Walden's bookstore left, yeah. I don't go. What yeah, else would exactly. I go to a mall for? <laughs> yeah. Maybe to get a winter coat yeah. or something. But do you know, in Collinsville, I was down there two years ago uh, on a business trip, sort of. The same used bookstore with the same owner was there that was there 35 years ago. That's wonderful. I was so impressed I bought books I didn't even want. <laughs> you know, because she had, she was still there from when I was in high school. Wow. For Good for her. More than 35 years now. But that was just so cool that she had hung on in Collinsville. Same place. Wow. Yeah. You know, and I just happened to drive by on my way to where I was going. She's still there, <laughs> and it had to turn around and come back, because I couldn't believe it. Good for you. So, you know, good business person, wrote it out somehow. Mm. So, yeah, so I got a stack of books. Ah, well, talking about books. Yeah, well, let's, let's do, uh... A Little Sweet. Okay, first. yes. And I have nothing. Because my days did not happen, except I made my brother a baby blanket for his new baby that's coming uh, in two weeks. And, two weeks? Uh, two and a half weeks. Oh. April 7th. Oh is my goodness. Due. And they still haven't moved and altered. <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh, yes. They've been trying to get moved into their new house. <clears throat> so I made a baby blanket. I made a cotton one because the young lady is a knitter. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to insult her with acrylic. But at right. the same time, I didn't want to give her something that she'd have to fuss with. Right. So cotton was a good um, solution. It's a nice soft cotton, mm -hmm. you know, and I made a pattern. I've noticed when um, I've made things for little kids in, in the past, they want to stick their fingers through. Oh, yes. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. So I crocheted it and made it little shells. Oh, how nice. So the baby could put its fingers through it. Oh, it's so baby. desirable. Oh, yes. You know, so, uh, and I made it in greens. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the greens of your pillows there. I should have taken a picture before I took it over there, and I forgot. Ah. Totally did not think to Well, do you'll just have to wait till you get a picture with the baby with in the it. With the baby in it, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we can share it with all then our we twins can share people. It. So, uh, yes. So, yeah. So that's all I know about knitting right now. I really don't have any project. Well, I'm helping a friend put up together a friend that's wound up with some arthritis issues mm. she can do straight knitting and it's good for her to do straight knitting but uh she has trouble putting things together mm -hmm. and doing uh knitting in the ramp mm -hmm. to do collars and things so i'm putting together the sweater uh for her and i'm almost finished with that uh, but other than that and then i'm going to dye a sweater for another friend and then, other than that, I don't have anything much going on. <laughs> did, we, did we say we weren't busy? <laughs> I know. Yes, we are. Okay, so now we want to do... A little 
tart. A little tart. Yeah, and it was my time to pick something. And um, as usual, I didn't do what I was supposed to. That's all right. Things happened. We're flexible. Yeah, this is a yes. potpourri kind of evening. Yeah, so we, I, we thought we would talk about valuable things that aren't necessarily monetarily valuable. Exactly. But then again, they might be. That's right. Uh, so I have this book. It, um, I have boxes and boxes of books still to be cataloged. I put my books on a website called biblio.com. Mm -hmm. And um, right now I have 1,324 books on Biblio. That's, that's really admirable. Well, when the crash came, which we won't get into, I had almost 4,000. Wow. You mean a computer crash? No, it was my life crash. <laughs> oh, when your life crash. Oh, I, I remember when you Yeah, and, and everything just went, got out of hand. Yes. And I had 4,000 books online on this wow, website. That's amazing. Yeah, but I didn't know where they were. Uh, and some of them got sold. And, this, and that happened, so I had to take it all down and start yeah. over. Oh, but Again. you're up to thirteen nine. So I got thirteen. I had almost fourteen hundred, and I sold a lot this morning. Well, that's a good reason. Which is a for good thing. Yeah, yeah. So this, what I've been doing is in the summertime I catalog books, and in the wintertime I work on artisan stuff mm -hmm. because it's hard to uh, spin in the summer or in the summer when it's hot, and work with wool. Although I do some. But basically, what I'm doing when I'm in the shop, I catalog books, and then they sell and That's keep right. me in puppy cookies, right, or right. whatever. So this book that I um, thought about talking about today was a surprise. It was in one of my boxes, and um, it's by a Madame Olga de Smolinianov. That's pretty good. I don't know if that's anywhere near right. Russian. She was Russian. Her father, her husband was a general. And apparently her father was a fairly affluent person because she knew all of these uh, Russian um, aristocrats. Oh. And so the book is about her experiences in growing up from 1903 to 1919, or living in Russia from 1903 to 1919. When all heck and tire broke When everything loose. before, all, mm -hmm. uh, everything broke loose. And what year did the book come out? Uh, the book was, came out in 1935. It was published by H.C. Brewer Czech Company, which hmm. I, I couldn't really find out anything about. H.C. Brewer Czech Company. What country was in that? New York? In New York. Uh -huh. Okay. It was revised by Madame Honora Bazka. So, but I cannot find a unrevised edition. Uh, so and it was copyrighted in 1935 by Madame Olga. Okay. So, so I wonder if the word "revised" should have been edit. edited. Yeah. Because I cannot find an earlier copy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Now, one of the things, and I think we'll go into this in depth at a later podcast about valuing things. Mm -hmm. One of the huge things is condition. Yes, it is. What the, and this is not in the best condition. It's not, well, it's not it's horrible. It's not horrible, no. But it's got some stains, and I'll put a picture up. It's got some stains along the edges. The uh, gilt, it's a blue 
cloth binding with uh, gilt uh, titles on the front and a gilt title on the uh, spine. The gilt's kind of faded and uh, there's some bumping to the corners. The boards are a little warped. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so there's some possible um, dampness damage mm -hmm. because the the boards are a little warped. Uh, the end papers are tanned mm -hmm. with a little bit of glue staining, but the interior pages are nice. Yeah, there's pictures. There's pictures. There's not a mark on the interior pages, uh, and the um, so they're not really tanned. There's no brittleness, and there's the binding is tight. Mm -hmm. there's, there's no shaking of the binder. So, so I have this book. I look it up. There's one online. Just one? Just one. On all of, um, of your book of finder, all, all the places. sites. Yeah, there's only oh, one. Oh, that's a good, uh, my heart always starts racing yeah, like, when oh, that poor. happens. Okay, poor, poor, poor description uh. of this book online. He just has very good. Uh, but doesn't really but tell you. He doesn't have a picture. And I'm not going to name names. But if you look it up, you'll know who he is. And it's listed several different places, but it's the same book. Right. Same yeah. bookseller. Yeah, it's the same seller. And um, so so that didn't help me at all. Mm -hmm. Except he does have very, and he might have like one other, one or two other words. There's no picture or anything. He's got it listed at eight hundred dollars. All right. Yeah. So I look at mine and I say, well, I'm going to put four hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, and just see what happens. So far, nothing has happened. <laughs> when did you put it up? It, last summer, sometime. Okay. Yeah, but uh, today I sold a book that I've also put up last summer, it from the same box, and. Uh, a lot of these books wound up being sort of boxed by um, subject. Mm -hmm. So this one was written by a diplomat's daughter in, just before World War II. Oh, neat. And, um, in where? In Russia? Or I somewhere else? I can't remember else? right off the top of my head because I just saw it online. Um, but yeah, she was in Europe somewhere. And uh, it was worth $80. Right. Nice. You know, so... Pay uh, your electric bill this month. My electric bill is paid. So, so anyway, uh, I'll put a picture of this book up just because you never know just by looking. Now, just by looking at this book, you would not think four hundred dollars. No, no, you know, Perhaps. and it may not be worth that. You know, it's worth what somebody will pay. That's Isn't the second thing. That's condition is does somebody want it? Mm -hmm. Provenance is huge, and I have no provenance on these books. They came from auctions all across Virginia, right. West Virginia, Pennsylvania, um, North Carolina, and I have no idea. Right. There's no names on these books in, in this particular book at all. So I have no idea right. where it came from. So, um, but still, somebody, somebody is may going want to. And I think that in your description... Um, of course, I sell on eBay, so right. that's, a, that's a totally different way, I guess, yeah. where it's so important what I put in the title, the key words, that I would put czar, I would put aristocrat, I'd put Russia. Well, so, that's what I did that in the, my description. And is, does that same thing happen I don't when really people know. search? You know, I don't know how, I don't think 
the search engines go deep enough, mm -hmm. but I do it just in case. Right. You know, if somebody puts a keyword in yeah. their search. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I doubt seriously that um, the search engines go deep enough in a huge site like Biblio to get right. to pull out every one, every listing right. that has. Um, aristocrat. No, no I'm, I'm sure it doesn't. But yeah. on my personal website, occasionally I do put one of these bigger or more expensive books on it. It, it does come up that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then on a couple other sites. But yeah, eBay, people will look for, but eBay has its own search engine. Exactly. And yes. So they would look for aristocrat or, or right. whatever. Right. Russian, uh, whatever. So this is very helpful for our friends who are listening who have some books sitting around and they may think in their mind, gosh, this is eighteen ninety eight. It must be worth money. But not we necessarily. Both, <laughs> right. We both know because you can just turn right to my bookcases right here. All my cute little leather small oh, yeah, volumes. Nice books, yeah. But some of them are worth you know, ten bucks, yeah. or yeah, but so well, you never know. And I have you. hundreds of dollar and two dollar books from the early twentieth century and late nineteenth century. Exactly, and they are on the shelves for a dollar and two dollars. Yes, you know, it's all about subject. It's all about condition. It's all about who wants it. Um, things that I've found that I saw the best for big money mm -hmm. are things that are more government-oriented. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it could be just because that's kind of what we specialized in back when oh, we were no. the most active. I think people want history. Yeah, and yeah history. Um, the biggest sale I ever had on eBay was um, a book on Mexico. You know, they used to send out mm -hmm. exploration parties. Right. And um, it didn't even have a cover. Wow. And it sold for $450. Wow. Now the, the text block was in good shape. Right. The, the most expensive book I ever sold on eBay was, I think it went for, it was between four and $500. Yeah. And it was a slim volume, volume of poetry. Mm. But it was a woman who had made her name because she wrote about dolls. Dolls? Dolls. And I think somebody just was interested in her books and happened to catch it on eBay by putting her name in. Yeah. And they said, gosh, she wrote this slim volume of poetry, pray for her family or right. something. And some lady from Alaska paid, you know, well yeah. over four hundred dollars wow. for, and it was just in a box of books that yeah. a friend had given me. You just never know. You never know. Yeah. Now yeah. it is a ton of work. Yes, it is. And how many of those five dollar volumes do we sell before? Yeah. And and I have and eBay or uh, Biblio has changed its structure, so I don't do five dollar books anymore on right. Biblio. I go ten dollars and up. Right. Uh, there are several other sites that you can um, sell at, sell with. Uh, some more advertised than other. I do Biblio because they're down in North Carolina, so they feel like friends. Oh, really? I've been with them forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're in Ash. They're between Asheville and Boone, one or the other place. I can't remember. They are very receptive to comment. Um, they listen to me. Nice. Which is really nice. 
And they also have a straight commission. They don't charge you a monthly fee. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Particularly if you don't have hundreds. Of, I mean, if you have right. 100,000 books. Right. You know, and I might eventually have 100,000 books. <laughs> yeah, right. get finished. Time to get them up there. Yeah, but, um, but you know, they have a reasonable pricing structure. And, um, and I sell a reasonable amount of books. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. But it is, uh, you know, I get the book. I take a picture of it. I do a very detailed description. Uh, you know, and then um, put it in up that, online. In that language. Yeah, the in the right language. Yeah, yeah. Know. When I first started, I, I had a little glossary mm-hmm. of things, and now it's kind of second nature, but like yours is with postcards. Right. You know, yeah. so. And yes. you had a book here. Yes. It was uh, Anne of Green Gables, who Which we have is, mentioned many times. Yeah, one of your favorites. By Ellen Montgomery. It's not in the best of shape, yeah, but I uh, love well loved. the pictures. Well loved. The plates are very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, printed in 1908 originally by Elsie Page, or it was printed in 1908 by L.C. Page and Company, but it is a reprint. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, because of the condition, it probably would be worth a good bit more um, without, um, you know, I, I'm not sure. We, we didn't really look it up. I looked at, tried looking it up the other day, and you know what was deceptive? And only because I've done enough over the years, sure. or I would have gotten very excited, because this same cover, colors, uh-huh. Everything they were selling for six eight hundred dollars. Wow! Yes, but then the more I looked, right. I'm like, no, that is not my addition. Yeah. yeah, this is a pa- this is called paste stamp. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a paper label on the front. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing we have, uh, and we used to my partner and I used to fight about this book <laughs> all the time. We have a copy of Ben Hur. Oh. Okay. It, it's got all the tails for a first edition. Yes. Except the cover is the wrong color. Oh. And so he priced it as a first edition. Ooh. Of course, nobody ever bought it. Right. And I kept saying, it's not a first edition. He said, but it has all the tails. Mm. You know, there's a, there are certain uh, printing errors uh-huh. for, that, for, for that edition. And uh, also the dedication. Uh, is different oh. in later editions oh. than it is because the uh, when he did the dedication to his wife in the first edition, it made it sound like she had passed away. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and she well, hadn't, and she had not. So he added a, a phrase: "My beloved wife, thank you for your help." Yeah, <laughs> something, something like that. Something <laughs> like that. I can't remember. It, it was a very sweet. Um, it was a very sweet dedication, but it did sound like, "Oh, to, to the wife of my youth." Oh. Was what he said. Oh, so. And that made it sound like, okay, this is the second one right, exactly. that I have right now. And, and so, and, oh, to the wife of my youth was the first one. And then the second of the, uh, the addendum was with whom I still abide. Or oh. with whom I abide or something like that. Uh-huh. It was very sweet. Yes. Yeah, so, so it can get very complicated. There are whole books on how to tell first editions. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and to how to price them. And different when things. to go to a bookseller's convention, a uh, real one. I would love to do that. I mm. went to one down in Tampa you one time. You told me that. Man, 
I learned so much well, that night, yeah. but I was intimidated. And yeah. I know books probably better than the average well, person, yeah, but I'm not a bookseller. Oh, yeah. That's just... Well, uh, Virginia has a booksellers association. Uh -huh. I'm not sure uh, exactly what the status of it is. <coughs> I was in like the founding meetings and then stuff happened. But um, every time we would go to any kind of, you know, even, we, we had a lot of book sales attached to antique shows. Right. Or book shows attached to antique shows. And I would, I would learn so much. But we had one member or uh, one couple that were members that specialized in books about horses and dogs. Oh, how fun. It was. It was great. Uh, th that was what they specialized in. Mm -hmm. Of course, they found other things and sold other things, but that was their particular niche. Mm -hmm. And then we were more in Civil War and other history. That was the big thing for us. And then, you know, different people had different things that they got into. So, and you have some stuff that's a well, little different. yes, yes. Um... Let's see, what do I start? I was looking around in this room, in my living room, where I keep special things yeah. that I forget that I have. I mean, I've <laughs> been here 12 years, and I swear I forgot I own oh this one. This is a seashell silver spoon. I call it a sugar spoon. A sugar, it's a sugar spoon, but right. it has yeah, but the it shape like of a, shell. a seashell. Mm -hmm. And on the handle there is my great-grandmother's name, oh. and her name was Lyde, L-Y-D-E. How lovely. Lyde Armstrong <laughs> Barnes. And it's um, engraved. Engraved on there, yes, mm -hmm. in cursive. Yeah. So kids need to learn cursive. So and they kids can read are, this. Kids are learning. <laughs> yes, they I are. I have seen a, 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 a shift in that recently. Sure. Well, good. Well, Only because they can, so they can read historic documents, yeah, in well, my opinion. I, I just think, I think it's Plus good for it's the brain. Pretty. It is good for the brain. It's, it's good to write it. In, yeah. It's good. I think it's good to read it and to write uh -huh, it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But anyway, so lied. And, and... Lyde died when my grandmother was five, and Aww. my grandmother was born in 1882, yeah. so 1885, and this was probably wedding, so it was probably oh, more yeah. late 1870s, 1880. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I can't quite read the maker's name, because I don't have much Oh, yeah, I, I did look that but up. There is it, a, it says like Rogers Nine. It does, it does have a... It doesn't have a hallmark. Huh? It has a hallmark. Okay. So it's, it's silver plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's black. It's black. So tell me about that. Silver, it gets black. It oxidizes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And people use silver polish. Ooh, which, but that stuff stinks. It stinks. And it's also hard on the surfaces. I have a lot of silver, and it's old, old silver, but it's been polished so much, the silver is gone, and all that's left is the nickel base metal. Oh, really? Which is very attractive, mm -hmm. but not worth much of mm -hmm. anything. So what I found when I was a teenager uh, watching one of these home shows that they used to have on um, TV, um, these people were talking about how to shine your silver without the silver polish. Ooh. Okay. Listen, people. This is important. Thank you. Take a piece of aluminum foil. 
Mm-hmm. Put it in a bowl. Shiny side up. Shiny side up. And better use Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds wrap is <laughs> yeah, Reynolds wrap is the best. Yeah, and it does need to be pretty sturdy. Yes, so you want the good kind. Yeah, and so when you take it out, you know, you don't have to worry about it being wrinkled or anything. And you put it in what kind of bowl? Any kind of bowl. Even Just stainless steel, yeah. plastic, doesn't, matter. doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. We used to use a, uh, my grandmother had silver every single year. She never used it. Every single year she'd get it out and make me a polish it. Ooh, yeah. With that stinky stuff. Oh, yeah. So one year she came in. I said, Grandma, uh, she had it out. And I said, Grandma, we're going shopping. Because I got my license by then. So this is what I did. You take your aluminum foil with shiny side up. Okay. And line your bowl with it. Okay. Get warm water. Only because it's nicer to have your hands in, I guess. And um, fill the bowl with warm water. And put a good sized scoop of Tide detergent in it. And it has to be the powder kind? I, it, the powder kind is what they use, so that's what I've always used. I can keep a little box. Can you still find Tide yes, in a box? you can. I keep a little box uh -huh. of Tide detergent. You can get silver. it in one of the machines. You can get a, it in a laundromat. Uh, laundromat. If you really if nothing else. Okay. But I found it, uh, the last time I found it, it was in um, some little uh, convenience store. Okay. I was out and I just happened to see it on the shelf and I grabbed it. It's like 89 cents. Good idea. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little box. So, you know, a fair size scoop, swish it around, mm -hmm. dump your silver in it and go shopping. Woohoo. Okay. When you come back, the Tide and the uh, chemical reaction will have taken that black stuff off your silver and attached it to the aluminum foil. Oh, how? And your so grandma's silver, and it might take a couple of times with this because mm -hmm, it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> but grandma's silver came out just as if I had worked on it all day. Oh, because I it was shined once a year. The other nice thing about it is when I get silver sometimes from um, that has a lot of curly cues. Mm -hmm. That darn polish is down in all those exactly. <laughs> Is down in all those little places. So and how about jewelry, like uh, rings or earrings? As long as it's sterling silver. As long as it's sterling. Or 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 silver plate. Or silver plate. Yeah, yeah. If if um, if it's tarnished in a different way, you know, I doubt it would work. Mm -hmm. But it has to be silver or silver plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is something that you need to know. That's so easy. It's so easy, and it works. And I have a lot of silver. Yeah, around. you sell all those little yeah, spoons, I have all those collectors. Spoons. So every few years, I have to go and put them all in. And of course, you have to be careful if it's got a any kind of decoration, right? So, so I, I tie them, the strings, and hang them into the silver, so that the little decorations don't get. You know, they have uh, my my spoons are souvenir oh your spoons, spoons. right souvenir. Yeah, they're souvenir I see. spoons, and so you don't want that to get wet in. Yeah, the... because it'll come up. It'll come off and. Mm. And some of them, um, you know, I have some that have ivory, real ivory on them, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. But right. this is a beautiful little spoon. Isn't it? And just knowing um, that I have Grandma great-grandma Lyde's autograph book. And yeah. I may have talked about that before <laughs> yeah. on this program. And I've just always felt close to her, yeah. even though... You know, you really I was born, yeah. you know, almost a hundred years after Well, and she... the thing, also the thing about using the aluminum foil thing, you're not going to have to worry about rubbing her name off. Exactly. That is so important. 
Yes. You know, you know, that, that piece is valuable to you. Right. For many, many reasons. Right. I and no I have idea no idea how yeah. much it would be worth right. as a... Yeah, you know, and as a single just, piece, it's right. you know, probably not worth as much. But, no. But because it was hers, it has her name on it. It's absolutely. priceless. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's unique. Yeah. How many totally. lides do you know? Exactly. L-Y-D. Lied Yeah, if you Armstrong. had a girl, you should have named her that. I know. <laughs> you know what? That that would have been very cool. If I had a girl, I was going to name her Shannon Doe, a blessing, but that was... Uh, that was back when you were a hippie. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I still think Shannon Doe is a beautiful Oh, name. Shannon Doe is a lovely Yes. Name. Yes. Yep. It and it was Shannon Doe, a blessing. Because of a Leon Uris book. Oh, okay. Where there was a character named Shenandoah Blessing. And okay. he happened to be a big old sheriff from Kentucky in, <laughs> in that book. But I... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there well, you go. Well, people with a surname Blessing. Yes, I think yeah. that's what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see what else. Ah, I reached across my bookcase and I said... I know there's a story, but I can't remember in no. this cup. It the, This is a glass. And you know how people used to collect, this is a water glass, just a oh, drinking yeah. glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tumbler. Uh, yeah, iced tea, whatever yeah. you wanted, mm -hmm. a tumbler. And, um, you know, it's got the gold around yeah. the top. Mm -hmm. But the picture shows a log cabin and a woman feeding her chickens yeah. and the wood pile. And, and the man and the, right, exactly. And it says, a home in the wilderness. Huh. And our camp is called the wilderness. Yeah, of course. Up in Hemlock, West Virginia. Yeah. And I said, all right, I have left these pieces of paper in there from when this belonged to my mom and dad, uh, you know. Okay. But on the pieces of paper, one of them in my mom's handwriting says, uh. Beth. So, so this was, she wanted it. me to have this. Yeah. So, that's why it ended up my house. We Absolutely. were very good to mark things with five kids. That was twice. Yeah, I mean, I might have been 12 years old. Exactly. I said, Mom, I'd really like that. Right. And she said, it's yours. Because okay. she loved it when we'd say that. Because yeah, absolutely. she knew it would go to mm -hmm. a happy home. Then, I opened up this piece of paper today. I totally forgotten this, and it says, um, "Dear friends, just a note to say thanks for the flowers. Very potent medicine." Um, oh, I can hardly read this. Please accept the glass as a small token of your many favors i found it in an antique shop last week and it's signed um stanley h martin Aww. and he was president of west virginia westland college Aww. in my hometown so cool. apparently he must have been sick and mom picked a bouquet and sure. dad delivered it yeah. and um and then he was in an, and this is uh from charleston west virginia this piece of paper so he might have been down in the big city oh, and absolutely. found that glass yeah. that's providence that's called providence yes right yes <laughs> that and so that would make that glass considerably older than it looks Mm-hmm. 
Yes, because he found it in antique, and gosh, he was president of Westland back in like the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's in really good condition. Yes. And um, uh, it's definitely much, much older than it looks, so. Right. Yeah. So isn't that fun? Yeah, that's cool. I know. Very and that was cool. So, that was so neat. So I remember them. He and his wife, and well, and his son Mark is a friend of mine on uh, Facebook. So cool. uh, yes, very cool. And another thing, when I was digging around, that's a, such a beautiful shape. Isn't this a cool little vase? And we will have pictures of all this. Oh yes, this, this is, is a, little a weird little pitcher, mm -hmm. like a milk pitcher. And when I was looking at it, I said. I think my mother-in-law made that. Wow. So I turned it over, and yes, it says M.E. Ford. Her name was Monterey Evans Ford. Wonderful. And then I had written this note, and I'm not even sure when I wrote it, if I can get it out of here. See, we have to put the little notes inside oh, things, yeah. don't we? And it said, and this was nine years ago. That I wrote the note. It said, made by Topsy, Emmy Ford, save for Caroline. That's my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. So she would have only been four years old when right. I wrote this. And then I said, Summer bought it at Topsy's yard sale years ago. And Summer is one of my good friends, you Aww. know, my good girlfriends. And <laughs> she must have bought it at Topsy's yard sale back in about 1984 or oh, something and then she brought it back to me Aww. about 10 years ago and said yeah. here you probably want this more than I do <laughs> well it's quite lovely yes. I, I figured it, it looked like it was handmade mm -hmm. but uh, I Topsy really was probably shape. just taking a you know, uh, who yeah. knows a class or something yeah, you know, sometimes. The, the shape is so nice it's unique Yeah, it yeah. feels feels good yeah, I, you know you could pour maple syrup out of that. That would be a good syrup. Yeah, fancy syrup. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I had to grab my dad's coffee cup. Yeah. Everybody knew he had one down at the office that looked like this, and he had one up at our house. And ah, this was dad's. That was dad's cup. mug. His mug, and I am just blessed that That's I a big, heavy got it. Is mug. very heavy, and it is Car China from Grafton, West Virginia. Yeah. Yes. And it's the rhododendron. That's yeah, not how it's spelled, but it's rhododendron. That's the name of the pattern. I yeah, guess. the pattern is nice. And the color, <coughs> yeah, it's nice sort of a pink. pink. With a, yeah. with a darker band around the top. Uh-huh. And white. Yep. So, Dad drank coffee out of that every morning for, you know, 50 years yeah. or something. So, That's very. That's cool. Yeah, there were a lot of good glass companies back then. Oh, West, West Virginia, Virginia was full of them. Yeah. Really and Car China is who did my, the dishes I use in yeah, my kitchen. Yeah, that are so nice. Yeah. yeah. All so, right. What else you got? I have... The bell that my grandfather used when he was teaching before he went into banking and before he went into being a Methodist minister. Wow. And this was... Oh, you can, can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, it's just 
it's too high pitched for yours. It's just a little bit too high pitched. I'll be darned. It's very yeah, loud. Because you're sitting about a foot away from me. Maybe mm-hmm. if I was like right beside it. But you, you know what? Because clapper. it's very heavy. It's got a heavy clapper on it. Yes. It has my name on a tiny little piece of... Uh, <laughs> which I'm sure my mother did because I probably said, I'd like Grandpa's bell. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. lovely. Very have. heavy. Feel that. Oh, yeah. That is a teacher's... I can hear it right here. Oh, lovely. Yeah, but I couldn't hear it over a there. A teacher's bell. Cool. A desk bell. Got a little mark there. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's attached. I don't know. Looks like a three. Ah. Well, and this would have been because I think he went into the ministry about 1905, 1907, something mm-hmm. like that. Best so year. that was... Yeah, Late so 1890s. Well, yeah, yeah, well mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, when you see Laura Ingalls going to school. Exactly, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I always think of. Yes. Yeah, her uh, uh, teacher has a bell. That's right. Cool. Uh, let's see, and one other thing was this beautiful, I love this frame. We it's, have one like that similar that's handmade from home. Uh-huh, and this yeah. was pretty handmade. It Probably sure looks so. it. And that, yeah, it, to describe it, it's a uh, stand with a swinging frame inside it. Uh, it's about, what, five inches? Yeah, the one we have is big. But, uh-huh, yeah. and that's a picture of my mom holding her kitty cat. Aww. And she looks to be about maybe three or four, five right. there. Yeah. And she was, so this was around 1927. Yeah. So Calvin Coolidge was president Calvin when this Coolidge picture was. was. President. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yes. Was there something in the back? No, it's just Oh, the... yeah. Well, when I looked at it, it looked like there was a, but you know, I was way, way away from it. But cool. Yes. And so that's a little treasure. But yeah. I love that picture. Yeah, the, the way a it's done. Around, a little bit of design. Mm-hmm. And I nice. did put a picture of this up on Facebook. Cool. So, yes. Yeah, very nice. Yes. But <coughs> most of those things mean so much more. Than their worth. Than their value. Because, you know, uh, if nobody knew who that little, that child was sure. from 1947, Nothing. Nothing. a photo is not worth that much. Yeah. No, because we type. we both have stacks of oh hundreds photos. Of That's photos. a whole nother topic. That's a hundred. Oh, I think we've done it. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we got it covered there pretty well. So, yes. so yeah, I I do have a lot of people. I work at an antique store sometimes, and people will come in and they'll see something in the shop, and our prices are very reasonable. At the antique shop. Yes. And, and um, so they'll come in and they have something like it. And I think nine times out of ten they're disappointed. Uh-huh. Just they're, like when you watch Antique Roadshow yeah. and most people. Yeah. 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 But you know, it, if it was your grandmother's or your great-grandmother's or something in the you family. You are lucky to have it. Yeah. It, because people in our neck of the woods didn't have a lot. Mm-hmm. Of stuff, I have some pieces. I have a piece of Fenton glass uh-huh. that, um, which is another West Virginia company. Yes. Oh yes, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a green bowl with doves on the side. Yeah, really pretty. That belonged to my great grandmother, wow. but it's not particularly old because 
when they were raising nine children, they didn't have. They anything. weren't going out and buying fitting glass. One of the children brought that back. Yes. For her, most of the things that she owned, the children bought from her for her from like nineteen twenty on. Right. When uh, they Christmas were, presents yeah. or just visiting. Yeah, and, just just some little mm -hmm. something to make Mama's life brighter mm -hmm. because they just didn't have a lot of things. Exactly. You know, I think there was a doll that maybe was older. And uh, maybe a couple other pieces, but most of the other stuff came later. Mm -hmm. yeah, and but that was just the story of this area. There was not a lot of stuff. Now there were a lot of handmade things that people have passed down, that you know, grandpa made or great grandpa made, which is even more precious. Which is even more precious, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, but you know, those items that do end up having some value. It's almost worse because then you would some maybe feel compelled if you needed the money and right. you had to weigh that against exactly. the sentimentality and the money. Yeah, it's like the picture that Charlie Harper did of my mother. Right. The sketch. I have been so poor yeah. that <laughs> I have considered but then I'm it's like how can I sell the picture of my mom? Well you, you know? have somebody to leave it to. I do, or I could, yeah. I actually have a couple of siblings who said, if yeah. you really need to sell that, sell that yeah, to me. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's another, whole other topic we probably ought to get to at some point. See, I have no children. Uh, so who is going to want this stuff? Well, my son doesn't want it. Yeah, now your, daughter, your granddaughter might. Right. She's too Maybe. young to really tell. Yes. But more and more as young people's, Resources get more limited, and their houses are getting smaller. They're not stuff-oriented. Well, no, and, and it's not even just those two things. It's also that whole minimalist yeah. way of looking at things. Yeah. They travel, they yeah. they move, they, they, move they every do few not days. have... Yeah. They don't want big old clunky furniture like yeah, we have. They're not, you know, every time I moved, I had to rent a whole truck just for the books. Right, right. You know, oh, yeah, I understand. Because yeah. at, at one point when I left Maine, I was debating leaving the washer and dryer behind. Right. So Maine. I could take the books. Right. And then I had a friend that let me store the books in her house until I could come back and get them. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that was like moving all those National Geographics when I was married. <laughs> I think we moved them five times. Finally, I said to Mr. Ford, not going to move those again. Yeah. I think our friends from California moved National Geographics to Virginia. We moved them to Vermont, <laughs> for heaven's sakes. Yep. I mean, yeah, yep. he was wanting to move them, move them on down to Florida. And I was okay. like, no, this is when it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep. Because so, we had them all from like 1918 oh, through yeah. 1960. And a lot something. of people have them. Right. And I will tell you, they are not worth much. <laughs> they're not worth much at all. Yeah. Except Unless for there's a couple particular, special issues. particular issues. There are some right. collectibles. And they're issues. beautiful. I oh, love I them. Yeah. And I loved getting them out and oh, looking. Yeah. Yeah. At one, but when you have 3,000, yeah. you know, it's. A bit overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and and I have become more minimalist myself. 
Yeah. I haven't. Yet. I really am not as attached to stuff as I used to be. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty much, except for that bowl from Grandma, the dogs, and maybe a couple of other things, make me an offer. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's true. I'm sort of that way yeah. too. Yeah. 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 You know, and it, some things it might have to be a darn good offer. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not going to hang on to it if it's you know something somebody wants. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but then my house is pretty much furnished with the stuff that people didn't want. <laughs> right. And I've gotten better. I didn't used to be that. I yeah. know it was very hard for me to even part with postcards I was selling. Yeah. You know, because I could remember what shop I bought oh, them in 10 well, years that was ago. My partner. And who I was with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you and Ron had so many experiences oh, yeah. together. Well, yeah, we did. But I always said, um, I would have to, I mean, anything to pay a bill. It's like pulling anything out of him that I could sell mm. because he was a collector. Right. He called himself a dealer, but he was a collector. Uh-huh. And to pull anything out of him to get it sold, you know, and I would sell anything. Mm. Yeah, you know, I like selling stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to make people happy. And for them to find, like, I've been selling all these cards from St. Michael's, Maryland. Yeah. Eastern Shore of Maryland. Uh-huh. And I have about six or seven new friends. Yeah, you know? really. You know, and you I want to go there so bad yeah, to St. Michael's, place. Maryland. Yeah. I really do. Because yeah. I have this image from 1906. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and we do make friends with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've sold stuff. To people that are collecting things from their parents, I had I had a book of poetry. It didn't sell for tons of money. It was like thirty dollars that went to a grandson. Oh, of nice! The, of, of, of the, the author. author, yes. You know, it was a signed copy. It wasn't worth huge money, but it was really a nice, nice uh, addition. And he was absolutely thrilled. Sent me this nice letter, you know. Yes. Oh. So and and just lots of things like that. Mm-hmm. That people uh, mostly. I uh, had a lady call me one time because I had a letter that her ancestor wrote. Oh, how and she cool. says, "Who thinks to put this stuff up? Somebody that needs to pay their bills." Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you know, yes. she never thought she would get yeah. find something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. Like I put up real photo postcard yeah. of little children, and then you know, out in Kansas, and somebody recognizes yeah. them. Very cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. I really love it when somebody recognizes a photo mm-hmm. because there there are just hundreds of them, yeah. and they're so special. But yet somebody wound up dumping them in an auction. That's right. And here I've got them. And some and didn't have knows. a name written so on the back. Didn't have a That's name. those are the ones that break your yeah. heart. And the houses, beautiful oh, houses. Yeah. And there's no clue where they are. Yep, exactly. Oh. Heartbreak. Yep. Oh, well. All right. Let's see. We haven't done a little unexpected, so I don't know if we have anything unexpected oh. <coughs> to do, really. I had one last book I was going to Okay. Mention. Well, you this one has a fun story with it. Yes. So how about we just start uh, uh, yeah. with that? I have a very, very dear friend up in West Virginia. Her name is Jalna. Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is her name, Jalna. Yeah. She was from a Hungarian immigrant community 
in um, um, near Clarksburg, West Virginia, mm -hmm. near Fairmont, up in, I think, Marion County. Yeah. And she said, you know, everyone says, Jalna, where did you get your name? What an odd name. And it's so beautiful. And it's beautiful. And her name's Jalna Jean, actually. Mm -hmm. And she went by Jean until she went off to college, yeah. I think. And then everyone started calling her by her real name. Yeah. And she said that her mother had read this series of books about Jalna um, in Canada. And there is a whole... Uh, I think it's like 16 of them. Mm-hmm. Series. Yeah. I think this one was the first. Yeah. And the author's name is Maiso de la Roche. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm assuming this is French-Canadian. And this came out in 1927. Mm -hmm. And it's the Jalna book. And I was so excited because she has talked about the books. Mm -hmm. But I had never seen them, and I happened to run across these uh, in a box of books. Somebody brought into the Reynolds Homestead, <coughs> yep. getting ready for our book sale. I said, oh my goodness, Jalna, Jalna, this has yeah. to Now, my be. grandmother had a couple of books. So you've copies. read them. So I read a couple. Yes. And I do, it, it's like a generational story. Mm -hmm. You know, you, they started with the first settlers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And then went on through the generations. Very neat. Well, I, I look forward to reading this. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I can't remember exactly which ones I read. They were, uh, I think, uh, Mama, Grandma had a couple. And Jalna may be a town. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I thought it was the name of the home. The home, the actual yeah. home that they had. That oh, he had been stationed at Jalna in India. Right. I they just happened house, to. Yeah. And then they named their house in Canada. Yeah, he Jalna. named the house in Canada after this town in India. Yes, mm -hmm. which is very cool. Yep. So, so okay. Yes. Right. All these interconnections. Mm -hmm. Isn't it fun? Mm -hmm. All right, I guess we'd better wrap it up. Okay, this has been fun. I hope they, I hope you all out there in yeah. Queensland have enjoyed us talking yeah, tonight. Yeah, I'm afraid we've been sort of, well, I've been sort of unprepared. But uh, anyway, our show notes uh, can be found at www.quincepodcast.com. We also have a Facebook page that we update fairly regularly. Uh, I've been kind of lax on that lately, too. Uh, we have, uh, we're also on iTunes under Beth Almond Ford or Leslie Sheeler or Quince Podcast. And we're also on Stitcher Radio if you have that app on your phone or tablet. Uh -huh. And we will try to be back in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.